Because right after this, Bill's got to hit the hit the store. Ah, okay. You know, because unbeknownst to all those people with whom I shop Cheerios, we are podcasters. That's right. I don't, I don't know. I just wanted that to sound uh, dramatic. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse okay. me. Yeah. May I have that last box of cinnamon Cheerios? I'm a podcaster, you know. Do you know who I'm I am? <laughs> yeah is that how you work at the grocery store no no because i, I have don't a 20 have... listener podcast that's right I'm we famous do among 20 people you know what and we appreciate Most every of stinking one of you and you know what friends are always good to have thank you everybody yes thank you for listening because uh, i know several friends who don't although and although. ain't that the truth i i mean mm-hmm. As much as as much as I put this out there and and I text people, you need to listen and all that stuff. Some people go, yeah, I'll try to listen, mm-hmm. and that always means no, I'm not going to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all right. When we make millions, because I, I I I did something kind of controversial, but let's start mm-hmm. the show first, and then we'll get into the yeah, controversy. Yeah, start the show. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com to catch up on all of our back episodes. Also on The Watchlist Pod, please check out Patty's hard work with all the links to all the stuffs that we watch. Just in case you need a refresher, you want to see trailers, you know, you want to see our stories, boom, right there. Also engage with us on social media at symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Irie Larson, at symbol The Watchlist Pod. And hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts and give us a five-star review on Apple. We'd appreciate that. So I did something controversial. Okay. So you know this whole Joe Rogan bullshit, right? Oh, yeah. And how it's just gotten worse, but how somehow he still has a job. If if this were yeah. any fucking body else, he would be gone. Yes. He would absolutely be gone. There is a tape of him saying the N-word different times on different shows. And somehow he didn't think, as smart as he purports himself to be, that nobody should say that word ever. Fucking moron. Fuck yes. you, Joe Rogan. But, yeah. but, uh, Eck, the, the head of Spotify said, well, I, it's not up to us to censor, you know, voices. So we're going to donate, you know, we're going to pledge $100 million which is Joe Rogan's fucking salary, by the way, mm-hmm. to developing uh, traditionally underserved or undervoiced people in groups. So I sat there for a second and I thought to myself, self, I'm over 50. I'm black. <laughs> You're a woman. Mm-hmm. Also over 50. Yeah. We we are underserved, marginalized groups in this country. Yeah. Yeah. So I sent so I went on Spotify's website, which mm-hmm. looks all slick, but there is hardly any contact us information at all on that goddamn thing. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. And I went to their investor relation email. Mm-hmm. And I said, hi. You claim that you want to invest $100 million into this. And I Googled this. You know, how do we get our hands on $100,000 of it? Because I think it's only fair that you get 50 grand, I get 50 grand. I agree. If we do that, we'll produce this fucking podcast five days a week. I I think that would be fair. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're getting paid a year's salary... Sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. So how do we get our hands on this money? I yes. sent off the how email. Do how do we? Signed, affectionately yours, me. 
Uh-huh. Haven't heard anything yet, but I did only send it on Thursday afternoon. Okay, fair. So I'm going to give it till next week. Mm-hmm. Because I want to know how serious this is and how serious they are with this. If that is going to be a platform that has all these voices on it, and they pledge $100 million for this, mm-hmm. I think we certainly have content worthy especially being over 50s and historically marginalized marginalized groups as we are. I agree. Yeah. So stay tuned and, for that. Yeah. And I did look to see about removing our podcast from Spotify, but I could not find anything on that I own this podcast page yeah. telling me how to be like, yeah, no, we don't want to be here anymore. Would that be up to our so, our our distributor like because you the uploaded this of the pod host yeah, yeah. um I, that's what's going to be my next step after yeah discussing it with you how far we really want to go well, but if we're asking them for money we should maybe leave it there because i think 20 listeners is a good seed Indeed. i'm just saying yeah <laughs> because uh, you know what i i want a company to put its money where its mouth is Damn straight. You know, if you're going to have this loudmouth racist fuckhead, Mm -hmm. I think you can have us catering to our 20 listeners. And thank you all again. Yeah. And and hopefully grow that with money they say they're going to invest. Because I want to know how to, if you guys know out there how to go get Spotify money, hit us up. Because I, I am actually very serious about that. I want to hold their feet to the fire. Yeah, and, you know, the regular average people like us deserve the chance. Well, because yes. Because why are you giving it to all the famous people? Right. Why not the regular people? Right. I mean, regular famous people have all the fans already. Yeah. If If any celebrity said, I'm going to start a podcast, boom, instantly they've got 10 million listeners. And yes. instantly they have sponsors and instantly they have cross promotional opportunities. It is all there. You know, we are growing this from the seed that is you. Okay. That mm-hmm. didn't sound right, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The ground yeah. up. From the ground up after mm-hmm. 140 episodes or whatever we're on. Yeah. 149. 140. Oh, shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we are a well oiled 149. We are. We've, we've got it down. We've got it down. And, and we've, uh, unlike most podcasts started by average people, we haven't dropped it after two episodes and never really gone back. Right. Exactly. We've continued on for, it's been at least a year, maybe longer. Oh, I think it's longer. I definitely think it's, well, it's like 149 a year and, a half. and we do it at weekly. So yeah, it's a l- about a year and a half. About a year and a half because there no, was a while we were years? doing it a couple of times a week. That's right. Yeah, there is a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Correct. So I'd say at least a year and a half. But, mm-hmm. you know, not to mention the fact that we watch a lot of shit. Oh, my. You know, Hello. Yeah. 24 rapid fire movies later this episode. Oh, 24 rapid fire. You can't you buy doing? that kind of entertainment and review. <laughs> oh Me my and my God. slacker yeah. ass, I've got three things. She's got 24. <laughs> and I have one other thing. So I have a total of 25 things for everybody. So 28 things we have got to get cracking. Start with your start with your one thing. I'll do my three and then we'll do your rapid fire. All right. So my one thing that I watched because multiple people at work said you need to see this, everybody, is the documentary on Netflix called The Tinder Swindler. So this is a documentary about a guy. He's an Israeli national. Between 2017 and 2019, he conned women he met through Tinder out of nearly $10 million. And that's U.S. dollars. How in the fuck does he do that? He was posing as the son of a, a billionaire. And then he would, you know, romance these girls and he would curate uh, his Instagram and stuff to be like, I'm this international traveler and this international businessman and I'm living the high life and don't you want to be with me? 
And some of the girls would meet him and, and he would schmooze them. And then after they've been dating a while and he's flitting about and then keeping him on the hook for a bit while he flits about and claims he's too busy to meet up with them. Word. He would suddenly send them pictures of his bodyguard and some other members of his team and himself all bloody because some enemies have attacked them and they're in danger now. And he needs money. And now he, because he can't use his credit cards or access his bank because his enemies will find him. He begs these girls who are completely smitten by him and in love with him. And really they start to feel I need to help him to send him like their American, like add him, give him one of their American express cards and send him money and cash. And they do. And then he uses that girl's credit card money and stuff to schmooze the next girl on the Tinder list. So while he's flitting about with this next girl on a private jet, staying at like four-star hotels where it's a $5,000 a night or $500 a night or some shit kind of room, and then going to the Millionaire's Club and getting a two thousand dollar reservation or whatever and buying champagne and cars and shit putting her deeper into debt as she takes out more quick loans and stuff to help him and then he sends her like a little bit of money to start paying some of it but not a whole lot he's like well i can add you to the payroll for my company so that american express will up your limit so she just he sh- he just needs her to send her a copy of her passport. Jesus Christ. And she does this. Oh. oh these poor women so snowed by this dude. From and then Tinder. he starts on Tinder. And then when he when they start to be like, okay, I can't, I can't, you need to start paying me back. I can't do this. I, I am in so deeply in debt. I've got like six banks on my ass and so much money that I owe. And they find the police and like American Express knows about this asshole. And they came to this one girl's house and they said, is that show me a picture of this guy that you were telling me about? And they're like, yep, that's him. They know about this guy and he was once arrested in some one of the scandinavian countries spent a couple of months in prison for his scam artistry and then he was done and let go so now this girl knows so she starts trying to call him on his shit and he's threatening her family he's threatening her and her family and oh shit yeah it gets really bad but as an entertainment, is this worth watching? I I think it was worth watching, yeah. Because seeing this guy in action and how many women have caught on a, a, a Swedish newspaper? Or is it a Finland? I think or what, it's a Scandinavian newspaper. I can't remember which country it was. If it was Norway or Finland or Sweden. Um, broke the story about him. Okay. And now more women are coming forward and families in New York where he stayed and this this so the documentary becomes these reporters tracking this guy down. They go to Israel and find the neighborhood he was from and and all that which the neighborhood he's from would not work for his rich man persona at all. And yeah, yeah. It it's crazy all they did. They did arrest him in Greece for using a fake passport but he only he was given 15 months in jail in Israel Israel where they extradited him to but he only spent 5 months in prison and this guy is still out there Damn. he has been banned from t- tinder but that doesn't mean he can't be banned you know, that he can't be using other things and Creating new aliases to get back on twin- Tinder and do this shit. Damn. 
Yeah. Where is this piece of entertainment? This is on Netflix. Wow. Uh, the Tinder Swindler. Wow. Is it the Tinder or just Tinder? It is the, officially it is the Tinder Swindler. Well, on okay. Netflix. It is uh, just the one documentary. Uh, uh, it's not that long, maybe a little over an hour. Okay. Definitely worth checking out because it's like, wow, this guy is a oh, the elaborate shit he pulled. Wow. Damn. And I feel so bad for the women who, who fell for it. And of course, the internet blames the victim. You know, right. if you're not up in this, you don't know what your reaction would be to this guy that you have fallen for. And it's in that early stage of the romance where you're like, all oh, dewy eyed. And you're like, I have to help him. These people are after him. Oh my gosh. But here's my thing though. Yeah. And I and I and I mean mm -hmm. this wholeheartedly because no, I, I don't want to victim shame at all. Because obviously, mm -hmm. you know, because then it goes from help me out to I'm going to fucking kill your family. You know, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you hear because whatever app they were using, it sa saved everything, every uh, message, every phone call, like voicemail. Yeah. And they, they the one girl turned it all over to the reporters. So you hear him screaming at her and threatening her and holy fuck. And one like called the guy while she was in the offices. Wow. 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 But here's my thing though. Okay. I I get the hey, me and my guys got into some scuffle. I'm in, let's just say Greece, and I need to come home. I can't use my own credit card or they'll track me. Please give us airfare home. That I can understand. Yeah. Or a hotel room. That for is the, the night. start of it. And then it starts to snowball into more money, bigger uh, things. I Send see me her. your American Express card. Let's get you the, I don't know, platinum American Express card kind of shit. Yeah. Jesus. And so, he maxed it out on the one girl in like three days. Damn. And then he calls her, we need, we need to up the limit. We need more. See, but then, okay, I, I guess I, I can't say shit because, you know, in my mind, I would go, wait, I could understand some money to get home. I could understand some money to float you for a little bit. But now, you know, you want a car and a jet and you're seeing this on your bill for months. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you... Mm -hmm. Things that don't make sense to me probably make perfect sense to somebody else. I'm not judgy. The Tinder Swindler yeah. on Netflix. All yes. right. Well, that was mm. better than the shit that I'm going to start off with. Oh, no. What did you watch? So, I, so Laura and I are huge fans of Downton Abbey, the one show where nothing happened and yet you were still glued to your fucking television set. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just nothing happens. <laughs> it's goddamn nothing happens on this show. You talk about first right? world problems. These talking. are half world problems. Yeah. It's all talk and bullshit. Oh, <laughs> let us go down to the village and show that we are common folk and all this. And then downstairs, oi, what are they going to eat today? Oh, let's make the biscuits today. <laughs> Oh my God, oh, we have to go God. get the flower. Oh, and you're in love with this guy? Oh, but you're such a little snot. He's not going to like you. And then when he turns away, oh, I thought you liked me. Oh, I couldn't stand that one character, the 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 girl downstairs, because <laughs> I thought she was just so manipulative, but whatever. But nothing happens yeah. on that show. Right. Well, they Well, they produced another show called The Gilded Age. Yes, I, I watched like two episodes of this. Hey, well, you got through an episode and a half more than I did. And and we both <laughs> watched this, you know, and we're sitting down like, oh, yeah, we'll watch yeah. some period shit. Why not? You know, made yeah. by the same people. And uh, we are we were about 40 minutes through that first episode and shut it off. Now, just to be fair, it's a uh, the it takes place in 1882. 
and a young woman from rural Pennsylvania. She moves to New York after the death of her father to live with her aunts because the father left them broke. Just broke as broke as shit. She has no other alternative but to go and plead her case to her aunts. And while she's at the train station, a black woman actually gives her train fare because this woman's purse is stolen with her tickets in it. And so they strike up a friendship and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, the ants are living across from new money. And and the ants are part of old money New York. So in this age of modernization, you've got you got the whole class system of old money, new money. And we looked at each other like, what the fuck are we watching? It is a bunch of old, <laughs> rich, snotty people being mean to younger, rich, snotty people. And and I have to take it through this lens, too. When you start to see, like, Cynthia Nixon plays the nicer of the two aunts, at least in the first half of the episode that we watched. And she Correct. is taking. She, she does, at least through the second or part of the second, I forget when I actually turn it off, but she continues to be the nice aunt. And then, um, what's her name? Um, Christine Baranski is the the more upper crust nose turned up aunt who hires the black woman to be her secretary because she is impressed with how well the black woman writes yes and, she, and well she was impressed by the fact the black woman could read too yes and i just don't want to sit through basically downton abbey with a black character and yeah. you know the black character is is just going to get shit on by white society. Mm-hmm. And and there is too much going on in the world today. Way too much. For me to turn an eye backward and and no shade at all to the actors on this show. I repeat, no shade at all to the actors on this show. I don't want to watch how hard it is for the soul. Well, they're not the sole black character because you meet the the black character's mom and, and all that other sort of stuff. I just don't want to see how hard it is and live in that space. I really don't. I really don't want to see white bully people bully other people because of their status and all that other sort of stuff. I don't give a shit how good the show looks. So Yeah, gi- I agree. So the Gilded Age on HBO Max, if you really want to watch Downton Abbey, watch Downton Abbey reruns. Because they are way better. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Than and the Gilded Age. I didn't Age. like... Like, I feel like Cynthia Nixon... Um, she, I feel like she spoke, like changed her voice for this, and it was really distracting. Yeah, to me, anyway, because she's trying to sound almost childlike. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I, I think know. that's what it was that just annoyed the piss out of me. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with her? The way she talks. I'd actually find it really funny if all of a sudden she was walking down the street in New York in 1882 and then you see victorian carrie bradshaw come out and then victorian the other <laughs> two come out and then it's all like sex yeah, in the city 1882 Charlie. edition <laughs> oh your pantaloons oh. are above your ankles you're scandalous you know i would love to see mm. that shit anyway but the gilded age now all right that's yeah the first thumbs down got. yeah down so the next movie we watched was Nightmare Alley. I got to say after watching this movie and it's and and what's interesting about it is that it's on HBO Max right now and Hulu. Oh wow, okay. And I don't know why. Is it a yeah, I don't if it's on HBO it's not a rental then. No. I mean, I I don't know how that works. Yeah, me either. I don't know. 
Because usually when something streams, it's on its own platform, but whatever. And and it's a it's about a guy who, you know, is well of questionable means. Let's put it that way. And he turns selling his radio into a job at a carnival where there are all these sideshow freaky people and acts and all that. And he eventually meets a a mentalist and uh, his clairvoyant wife. Now, David Strathairn plays the mentalist, but he is an alcoholic. So he is down on his luck and all that. And and down on his career, but Bradley Cooper learns all of his secrets, and then takes it to new heights. They they and then he romances this other girl in the carnival who does tricks with electricity, and that's Rooney Mara, and they get together and they run to New York and they they make money hand over fist, but Bradley Cooper throughout this movie is not a likable character. Mm. You root for him. But you root for him to stop. Like, okay. be happy with what you have. And he's not. And one night during a performance, he outwits Kate Blanchett's character. Kate Blanchett plays a psychiatrist in this who just happens to one night be at one of his shows. And they fall into it. But is she up to no good? We don't know. But anyway, but the movie is based on a book, and it's actually a remake, and it's directed by Guillermo del Toro. And it looks wonderful. It, it, it plays well. It's very good. And it took a couple of days for Laura and I to discuss this. Like, do we like this? Don't we like this? And we liked it. Okay. You know, it is definitely worth watching. And Bradley Cooper better win an Oscar one day. Okay. So I'm a little confused. You said he sells his radio? Yeah. All right. So at the beginning of the movie, all he has in the world are the clothes on his back and a small handheld radio. Okay. That's it. And he's walking and he's got holes in his shoes and all that. And he comes across a sideshow carnival. That happens to be nearby. Okay. And for some reason at the beginning of the movie, you see him set fire to his house. You find out later why. Okay. But, uh, but so Willem Dafoe's runs... character buys the radio. So when he runs off to New York, mm-hmm. what is this show that he's doing? So the show that he's doing is based on the work of the mentalist. Oh, okay. So, now I'm following you. All right. right, right. He I learns all like, the mentalist tricks. He made a show tricks. out of selling his radio, and that made me really confused. <laughs> he was the first eBay. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and he just keeps selling the same radio over and over? I know. How it's that weird. a scam? Okay. <laughs> well, it's all a scam, you know, and this- Well, and, yeah, yeah, but just- I know. Selling I, your radio, I thought, how is that entertaining? Well, he parlays okay. selling the radio- to getting a job at the because he sells the radio to Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe runs the carnival. Okay. And Willem Dafoe sees that this guy is down on his luck and says, "Well, I can offer you a job. It's a shit job, but weather is coming. We got to break this shit down fast, and it'll earn you a meal and a paycheck." So he gets a job at the carnival, and that's where he meets the mentalist and the mentalist's wife. And the mentalist's wife is played by Tony Collette. And she is a she's a clairvoyant. Well, anyway, eventually the mentalist teaches uh, Bradley Cooper's character everything there is to know about tricking people and playing with their minds. And so he knows he's destined for more than being on mud roads and in mud fields when it's raining. So he takes those tricks, and the girl that he meets at the carnival. And they go to New York and build up a bet, a bigger, better act. And it's during that bigger, better act, and he's never satisfied with anything. He is always looking for the BBD, the bigger, better deal. Gotcha. And okay. that's when he runs into Kate Blanchett's character. Okay. And, and it's totally worth watching, and you were entertained by it. 
Yeah. It it's right. it's it's just it it's really good. You know, is it a laugh riot? Oh fuck no. And the end is the end justifies everything. But um I think I think you should watch it. It's on Hulu and HBO Max, so if you have one over the other, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And it's called Nightmare Alley. Now, cool. the last thing that I watched is Balls Out Good, and it's Ooh. Reacher on on uh, Amazon. Uh huh. I've seen that. That's a thing now, and I have not yet watched it, but I'm interested. Oh, Reacher is so good. It is based on the Lee Child novels, uh, Jack Jack Reacher's novel series, and it stars Alan Richson as Jack Reacher. And Jack Reacher, he's a big fucker. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> In the book, he is 6'5 and a mountain. But he he doesn't have any possessions except what he carries with him in his pocket, which is his passport, a little bit of money, a French medal. Hmm. And he comes to a small town because he, and he gets off, of, he walks everywhere or he takes public transportation everywhere. That's his character. Because he has no possessions. He, as he calls himself in the series, he is a hobo, technically. Oh. And he only shops in thrift stores or whatever he can find. He is, you know, even though he's getting a pension from the military. Okay. And he visits this small town in the south because his favorite blues singer is either from there or died there and all that. And the wackiness ensues because then he's accused of a murder. Of course. I got to tell you, it is very... It, first of all, the action is great. It, it There are things that happen in each and every one of the eight episodes that at least make you think, well, thank God this isn't a wasted episode. You know how sometimes an episode can be uh, like a bridge episode? Yeah. And they kind of stretch it out over one more episode? Oh, no. Every one of these eight episodes is used. Nice. And it's really, really well done done and it's r-rated to the max man okay the types of deaths that happen in this movie uh the porkin that goes on in this movie the language that or this series the 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 language that happens oh yeah you're watching an r-rated series but it's really really well done that's reacher on amazon prime i highly recommend it so in the book, Reacher's described as like a beastie mountain-sized dude. But when they made the movie, they ignored that description and cast Tom Cruise. Yeah. That's kind of amusing to me, actually. I, and Laura insists <laughs> that, we've, that we have seen Jack Reacher. And I, first of all, if we did, I do not remember it at all. <laughs> and I think she might, I, I don't know. But if she says we did, then we probably did, because my my memory is like that of a flea sometimes. Yeah, it's not that great. My memory. So that's I could true. see why you would block it out and forget about it. But but you're exactly right. After you watch this Reacher, and this guy who plays Reacher, we actually had to look this up. He is only six two, but the way they shoot him, wow. And this guy, this guy is a fucking mountain. You don't want to fuck with this man. I can't understand why they would cast Tom Cruise in this. Well, I can. Money. Well, yeah, money. <laughs> you know, they want Tom Cruise to play Jack Reacher. But yeah. Jack Reacher is a mountain. Tom Cruise is not a mountain. No, he no, is many not. things, but he is not a mountain of a man. He, one might say he's tall for a girl. <laughs> one might say, two might say. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Um, but while he's exceptional as Ethan Hunt in the Mission Impossible movies, and I totally get that. Oh my God, no! This character <laughs> needs. 
the character needs the physicality. And I've never read the, the, the Lee Child novels, the Jack Reacher series, but they perfectly cast this guy as Jack Reacher. So forget all about the Tom Cruise, Jack Reacher movies. And they made two of them. That, oh, they did? I feel like there was only one. But ne- Oh, there was I Jack Reacher, Never Look Back. I looking it up and seeing a second. Yep. Wow. Ignore those and watch the eight-episode series on Amazon Prime. All right. All right. Ooh, now I'm all excited. I get to sit back with my Coke Zero and listen to your rapid-fire reviews. The rapid fire movie reviews. There are twenty four here, Woo-hoo. and I'll just dive right in. Do the it. The first one is called "The Privilege," so think German version of Get Out, but with demonic white rich folks taking over their adopted children. This is on Netflix, and it is absolute fucking crap. Don't oh. even waste your time with this. This is just trash. Okay. Uh, The next one is In the Tall Grass. This is a horror movie where people get lost and go crazy in tall grass. This is on Netflix. And yes, this is actually pretty good. It's rather entertaining. It's, uh, yeah, this is a pretty good one. You should check it out. Uh, The next one is called Black Box. So this dude gets in an accident. He loses his memory. And this crazy scientist plants her son's consciousness in the guy's head making him kind of go crazy, too. This is on Amazon, and this was kind of okay. It wasn't too bad. Okay. Parallel. This is a group of friends find a mirror that leads to other, like, parallel worlds, like parallel realities, but this obviously cannot be a good thing because it never is. This is on Amazon Prime, and this is pretty good. I was entertained. I enjoyed it. Okay. Alpha Gateway. This is a movie about a woman who invents the teleporter, Mm. but where she lands isn't really where she was planning to land. As you do. This is on Amazon Prime, and this is pretty good, too. I I was entertained by this. It It was a fun watch, and yeah, it's got kind of a cliffhanger ending, but it was pretty good and definitely worth a watch. Swan Song. So a guy with a terminal illness learns that he can have a clone replace him after he dies so that his young family won't have to deal with his death or his terminal illness or any of that. Hmm. This is on Apple TV+. Plus. It's kind of okay. It's really kind of silent, like quiet, and there's not a whole lot going on. Dwight was unimpressed and stopped watching it after a while. Uh, But I was invested at that point and had to continue on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The next one is In the Blood. So Gina Carano. Mm -hmm. Gina Carano. She's a woman who marries a rich guy who gets kidnapped on their honeymoon in Mexico. This was free on Vudu. And oh my God, just don't waste your... Don't watch this. This is such shit. This is absolute (laughs) shit. Don't even. Just don't. A promising young woman. A woman whose friend was raped goes out and gets revenge on shitty dudes. Okay. That's essentially the whole thing. It's on HBO Max. Yes, totally watch this. This is the one that um, Carrie Mulligan starred in. What's it called again? And I think it's called A Promising Young Woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure she was up for an Oscar for Yeah, this. she was. Yeah. It was. This was a really good one. And yes, you should totally watch this one. Okay. Totally watch this one. The Conjuring Devil Made Me Do It. Oh. Demonologists Ed and Lorraine Warren do an exorcism on an eight-year-old boy. But did the exorcism go correctly? I'm guessing not. (laughs) Yeah, this is on HBO Max. Really, only watch this if you're totally into the other Conjuring movies, because it's a whole it's a whole franchise now. It's a whole franchise. So yeah, if you're into all the others, go right ahead. If you've never watched any of the others, no, don't watch this one. Okay. Plan B. This is a pseudo chick buddy film about two teenage girls 
who have to drive across South Dakota to get to the nearest Planned Parenthood so one can get an abortion. This is on Hulu, and yes, go ahead and watch this, but it does get rather preachy in the middle there. So just keep that in mind. Okay. The Owners. This stars Maisie Williams, and it's a slasher horror with uh, some kids who break into a house, and the owners are not quite the innocent old people that they thought they were. What? You're kidding me. Yeah. This is on Hulu, and it's pretty okay. I kind of like this one. This one was fairly entertaining in that kind of slasher horror-ish way. The Black Death. This is from 2010. It stars Sean Bean. And as you can deduce from the title, it's about the plague ridden in England. And a monk must lead the bishop's envoy through a forest to find the one village that hasn't been touched by the plague. So that they can infect them with the plague? I guess. (laughs) Uh, This is another one that was on both Hulu and HBO Max. And this was totally meh. Oh, that's a shame. I like scene B. Yeah, it was. uh, It kind of. It was kind of a snooze fest for me. I was really kind of bored with it. And I hope people know that I'm making fun of Sean Bean's name by calling him Scene Bean. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Oh, Lucy is the next one. This is about a depressed Japanese woman who follows her niece to America. Both of them are in love with the same dude. This was really kind of, it was really funny, yet depressing, yet it was completely entertaining. I really like this one. Um, It's on, I did, I really like this one. This one, we found it on IMDb TV, so it was free with some ads in it. And yes, absolutely watch Oh Lucy. It was really good. The next one is The Babysitter, Killer Queen. (laughs) This is a black comedy horror sequel about a dude whose babysitter led a satanic cult that tried to kill him. This is what happens after that first movie. This was on Netflix, and oh my god, this was so funny and so goofy. And I'm like, what the hell is this? What am I watching? Oh my god, you really need to see this one. I didn't see the first one, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter if you see the first one or not. This one will be, you'll be just fine watching just the second one. And what's this one called? This is called The Babysitter, Killer Queen. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, security. That's the next one. It's an Italian mystery cop thriller. Founded on Netflix and meh. After a while, I was just totally bored and I didn't care who who it was that committed the crime. I just didn't fucking care anymore. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I care a lot. This is the black comedy thriller about a con artist who makes her living off of the guardianship system. Oh, yeah. I think you reviewed I reviewed this. that. Yes. This is on Netflix, and yes, totally. You should oh, watch this. Oh, it's scary as fuck. This made me so pissed off and angry. Yeah. But, I, man, I really liked it. Yeah, Rosamund Pike is chilling is in this movie. Artist. Yeah. Oh, you man. want her to yeah. die hard in oh, this you movie. Do. You're like... Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Totally. Oh. The next one is called The Operative. This stars Martin Freeman, and it has spies and double agents, and you can't trust anybody. It's on Netflix. It's a manifest. I was just not interested after, like, yeah. I should have turned it off, quite honestly. <laughs> but I kept trucking on, like, this has got to get better. It's got spies and Martin Freeman. No. Mm. No, it didn't. Mute. This is a dystopianish near future where a guy who can't talk is looking for his missing girlfriend. It's kind of that detective noir style, too. This is also on Netflix. And yeah, totally. Sure. Go ahead and watch this. I w- this was pretty. This was good. I kind of like this and how he's hunting for her and the mystery of hunting for her I, with when he can't speak. I will have a question for you when you're done with all of your with all of your reviews. 
Okay. Yeah, the majority of these are on Netflix, just by the way. If nobody's figured that out. That's yet. one of the questions. But anyway, that's not <laughs> the question. Yeah. Demonic. This is from 2015, Demonic. People do a seance in a haunted house and a demon possesses them. This is a fucking hard no. <laughs> Don't watch this. Oh, my God. Stay away from this one. Oh, As I said before, it's on Netflix. Okay. The Colony. This is a movie. Yes. Not the TV series. On Netflix, the Earth is dying. Part of the population has left the planet. Years later, they start sending people back to check on Earth, and the first group they lose contact with, the second group, has a female astronaut who learns the truth about that first group and what this whole thing is all about, and she's kind of pissed off about it. This is on Netflix. It was kind of meh, but kind of entertaining at the same time because it's like sci-fi, and I dig sci-fi, but... Uh, kind of water world-ish as well where meh so yeah I don't know I'm, I'm not sure if I can really recommend this one so much if you're bored and you like sci-fi and you cannot find anything else you can check it out and see if you really are into it it's totally not the movie that I thought you were going to say it was ah yeah yeah the god committee is the next one I didn't hear anything about this. I just found it an accident. It stars Kelsey Grammer and Julia Stiles. And they are on the committee of a hospital that gets to decide who gets the organs that are transplants that, that come in. Oh, wow. Of all the people up for, a, for like a kidney, they get to decide who gets that kidney. Wow. This is on Netflix, and this is really good. This is a really good drama. Oh, my gosh. So good. And, yes, both Kelsey Grammer and Julia Stiles are something in this. And, which kind of creeped me out a little, is there a couple in this? Wait. Kelsey Grammer and Julia Stiles? And Julia Stiles. Are a couple? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now that is my reaction as well. I, 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 I was like, "Can I buy this? Can I buy this? I don't know." Oh my god! I'll keep going for the other storyline. Now yeah. there are some times yeah. where I could go, "All right," <laughs> and then the other half of me is like, "Ew." <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. No. Okay. Yeah. The next one is Awake. This stars Gina Rodriguez, and she's somebody in the military. Um, I don't think she's an officer. I think she's just like an enlisted person in the military. And some big global event happens where people can't fall asleep, but her daughter can. So, of course, people are after her. Like, why is this one asleep? She's got the the secret to everything. This is on Netflix, and it is predictable. It's meh, and I can't really recommend it because it's really pretty dumb. It's really pretty dumb. Okay. Uh, Level 16. This is in what seems to be a post-apocalyptic world. There are girls at this school what seems to have really weird policies about bathing and staying clean and when the light goes boop you gotta get up and stand in line to brush your teeth and they watch you on a camera and they're like what the fuck is going on and as you keep going you learn that things are not quite what it seems also again netflix this was kind of mad to okay was i entertained not really but i was really curious about what the fuck is going on here and it kind of dragged a bit. So, yeah, level 16, meh. The Guilty. This stars Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's a movie about an emergency services dispatcher, and it's mostly him in the 911 call center, and the calls, he, t- he takes one a call from one person, and then the whole movie's kind of about this person calling back and him trying to track down this person Ow. because she was kidnapped. And I saw that. What's it called? It's called The Guilty. Yeah. And I, my feeling is don't waste your time on this piece of crap because this did not entertain me. It was really like, oh, my God, really? Yeah. And really. Yeah. I, I, 
Well, and then there's that whole thing in that movie, and I don't mean to interrupt the rapid fire, but there's that whole thing. There's only one left, so. Oh, but there's that whole thing about, you know, the thing that he did. Yeah, there's that too, and I'm like, eh. You know, eh. I by that point, I didn't care what he did. I really just didn't care anymore. Eh. Eh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is awesome, but. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah, this one just not not his best quality yeah. of choice of movie. Well, actors got to eat, yo. Well, yeah, yeah, and it finally. Death of Me. An American couple goes to a remote island in Thailand. They wake up the next morning with no memory of what happened. But they do find this mysterious video of the events of the night on their phone. It's on Netflix. Think The Hangover meets Rosemary's Baby meets The Wicker Man. And it's shit, and don't fucking watch it. Well, when you're crossing Rosemary's Baby and the Hangover. <laughs> yeah. And and the Wicker Man. Yeah, that, that is exactly kind of what this is. It is just not good. Wow. I mean, it sounds like it could be good, like a serious version of the Hangover. Like, you can't remember what happened the night before, and now you're trying to unravel things and there's this big dark mystery of shit but they did this very poorly it's a shitty story it's awful don't waste your time and that is the rapid fire reviews of 24 movies that i've watched since i don't know when that i've never gotten a chance to review yet on our show (laughs) well thank you and that was like what 20 ish 25 ish minutes more or less yeah that's like a review a minute yeah more or less. See? So what was your question? So here's my thing. I got an email. No, actually, it wasn't an email. I had logged on on my phone to Netflix, and then a pop-up happened that said, you know, beginning next month, we're going to raise your price to nineteen ninety nine a month. Ah. And and you're, you're, you're reviewing all these movies that, let's face it, would be in the short stacks in Blockbuster Video. And yes. and you're watching these movies because all of the 100 copies of the first-run movies that you really want to see have been <laughs> rented already. Yeah, yeah. So my question is, is it... And it goes back to the question I had before. Is it going to be worth it to spend 20 bucks for Netflix? Now, Netflix, of course, is always going to have the 100 copy movies up there as well because they they do rule the roost but you, you know you watched you watched a lot of mediocrity i did i as i scroll through this and look at my answers there are only like maybe three of the netflix movies that i said yeah totally to the rest were like meh or i don't know i i'm not sure if i like this or yeah totally this is bullshit this is crap right so um, that could be a good reason why I didn't. They weren't the top choice of things to review. But then I get like the Tinder Swindler, which was really good, and I really liked it. Oh yeah, and then Netflix also has Tiger King, the first season, not the abortion second season. But I didn't but with that. yeah, I didn't even bother either. But the first season is just you you are glued to your TV, and it's got yeah. The Witcher, and it's it, it's got tons of other stuff. Yeah, Ozark, and uh, it's got that new Lost in Space that has a second, second or third, third season. Third season, now. and I think that's its final um, season, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I think you might be right. But at least it um, ends. And then you know. uh, Raising Dion is new, is has a second season new just out mm-hmm. as well, which is really a good show. So uh, it's kind of a mixed bag, um, but you know, I'm... I, I, I don't know. Is it worth twenty bucks? I'm not sure. Now I will. Now I will counter that argument. I'm going to counter my own argument. Okay. And then go out on a limb. The counter argument is: we pay twenty dollars each time we go to the movies. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah, true. You know, it's sometimes mm-hmm. twelve, sometimes it's seventeen. We'll call it twenty with a. a, a thing of popcorn, popcorn or a or drinks. a box of raisinets or something mm-hmm. 
And you only get to see that shit once. And then you poop out the raisinets and then your experience is done. (laughs) (laughs) But at least for Netflix, that $20 is a a month's worth of entertainment. Yeah. So I think they are at the top end for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say yeah. But I'm but I see off in the distance somewhere 24.99 happening. Ooh, Not that I want that yeah. to happen, mm-hmm. but I see that happening in the future. But let us know what you think, everybody. Are, are you on my good side or are you on my bad side? My bad side's like fuck, that's expensive. But I also get 4K versions of the things that are in 4K, and I also get to stream it on multiple devices, like my phone, my Roku, my several Rokus throughout the house. Yeah, yeah, and my friends can watch it at their house what? if they want to. Not that, that we condone Not that, that we condone um, sharing passwords and all that other sort yeah. of stuff anyway. Yeah, because that's dangerous to share your password. But also, Netflix has a good amount of international things, like Money Heist yeah. and all of the Korean yeah. dramas I watched. Yeah. And the movie, uh, this, this, that German series, uh, is it In the Dark? Or no, it's just called Dark. The German series Dark, which is damn good yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, they got all kinds of, you know, it's all over the place and cartoons for the kids and I'm just being pissy because, you know, they're raising prices, but I think they are still worth it in the end. Yeah. Right now. Yes. But we'd like to know what, what you guys think. And now I have just a couple of things in news. News. Thanks as always to David. Shout out to David. David, you're the best. Blade Runner 2099 is happening. It's in the works at Amazon. And it's a sequel series to Blade Runner 2049, the movie. And Ridley Scott's going to produce it and maybe direct some, if not all, of the series. (sighs) I, I... I was kind of let down by Blade Runner 2049. And I say that because I loved the original Blade Runner. I see what they were trying to do with the new Blade Runner. But, eh, I'll watch it because it's Blade Runner. Yeah, I might give it a chance. And what's this thing about Movie Pass relaunching? I, you know, I don't know. I didn't read that. I just saw the headline. So apparently Movie Pass is relaunching where you spend a little bit of money, yet you get a free movie every day at your local movie theater. That participates. That participates, <laughs> and it seems weird. It seems like how do people make money off of this? And that's what they said the first time. I. Uh, and then it kind of went under. I think it's, I think it's just a <laughs> thing to try to lure more people back. You know that could be that could be a thing. Yeah. You know, if I get this movie pass, I can go to the movies again, and it's not going to be as expensive. And I'll be like, oh yeah, reminded why I like going to the theater versus staying at home watching on my TV. Yeah. And then the yeah, last thing that could be uh, the Batman tickets are on sale. I do want to see it. I'm just not in a rush to see it. I'm like, yeah, I'll see it because it's Batman, and he's one of my favorite characters in the DC universe. But then I want the movie The Flash to happen so I can see how all of these are friggin' tied together already. But anyhow, I digress. So that's news. That's all I got. All right. Yeah, I'm over. I'm done. I'm spent. I got nothing but Korean shows left. <laughs> and next time, it's Rapid Fire <laughs> Korean Show. Oh, my God. That might take a while. Like I said, 170 <laughs> Korean show reviews all in 170 seconds. Oh, jeez. No, no, I'm just... <laughs> I don't even know if I can say the names of them that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right. Well, anyway, log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that Contact Us button. Let us know how you're loving the show. Thank you very much for listening to the show. And catch up on all of your back episodes on thewatchlistpod.com. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And stay tuned, because like I said, I'm holding Spotify's feet to the fire with this bullshit. 
because we want some money. Yeah. Um, but uh, engage with us also on social media at symbol the watchlist pod at symbol pirate Alice at symbol Bill Ivory Larson. And then also give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts because we would love that. And thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Patty. Thank you, sir. All right. Everybody, you take care. And uh, I'm going to watch the, well, as we record this, it's the day before the Super Bowl. So I'm going to watch me some sports ball tomorrow. Puppy bowl. That's true. Oh, yeah. Puppy bowl is tomorrow, too. I love me some puppy Mm -hmm. bowl. I do, too. That's a personal foul for cuteness. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Yes. All right. Exactly. You take care. We will talk to you next time. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.